Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the most dysfunctional podcast in the game right now, Crying on the Train. back hello if you don't believe that statement that i just said right before the intro just know that i recorded that one line like six times because every time i did it the sound keeps shorting out and i don't know why this is the seventh time i've used this microphone so maybe i bought the wrong one I really didn't do any research before I started this podcast. I was like, I know enough about audio. I know enough. Yeah, I took one audio class in college and I said that was enough. I'm actually still using the headphones, though, that I made my dad buy me for that audio class in college sophomore year because I thought I was going to be a film producer. And I was like, yeah, I'll use these headphones for the rest of my career. Yeah, in the next month after I made him buy me these headphones, I did switch my major to graphic design, and they're really nice headphones. They're, like, the ones that everybody uses for podcasts, so, like, I was like, that's nice, but I didn't use, I don't use them in my career, (laughs) so, sorry, dad. Um, Yeah, anyway, (laughs) I almost... Well, as you know, I post on Fridays. If you pay attention to anything at all on this podcast, the podcast comes out on Friday mornings. It is Saturday. Yeah, I did not post yesterday. And to be so frank with you, I was honestly like, no one cares. (laughs) That's not why I didn't post. I will get into that a little more. But I was like, Besides the reason why I didn't post. And now I feel like every time I talk, it's going to be shorting out and I'm really anxious. Oh my gosh, this is too much for me. Backtrack. Okay. Um, I didn't think anyone would care that I didn't post on Friday because, like, I don't have that many listeners, believe it or not. And I still did get a good amount of texts being like, where's the episode? And you know what? That just warmed my cold little heart. It did. Just kidding. I have a very warm heart, I believe. I believe it's pretty big and pretty warm. So I don't know why I said that. Um, but it did mean a lot to me to hear people ask where the, where, the, where the episode is. And so even though there's a bigger reason why I didn't feel the need to post this week, I still decided to go ahead and do it. But you know that quote from the office I think it's Michael he's like sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't know where it's going and I just hope I find it along the way that's exactly how this episode feels I do not have a topic I I don't I I just I just decided to pick up the microphone and start talking no notes no no nothing just vibes so we're really gonna see how this goes I I don't know I don't know Um, but the real reason why I just kind of didn't feel like posting this week is just with everything happening with Russia and Ukraine, like, 
I genuinely am like, what? what's the fucking point? Like, there's literally a war about to start, and I'm going to sit here and do my silly little podcast. So I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Well, as things have progressed in the situation in Russia and Ukraine, I've been thinking about that. Um, but it does remind me of the situation, uh, like, when COVID first started, like, I was in the midst of my senior year and I was working on my graphic design capstone senior project. And I had this fully thought out idea of writing, illustrating, creating my own book with my different poems and illustrations and whatever, kind of illustrating my whole life or growing up, that type of thing. And I was super excited about it. And then I had it all planned out. And then COVID hit. And we all went home. And we all thought we were going to be gone for a couple weeks. And then we'd come back. And then it kept going on. (laughs) And just the more time that progressed as I kept trying to work on that project, everything that I wrote and drew for the book it just started to feel so fucking meaningless. Like there was clearly about to be something bigger that was happening. We didn't know the extent of it. Obviously, two years later, we're still in it. So bigger than we ever thought it would be. But I could tell that this was going to be bad. And I could tell that this little book could be put on hold uh, because it just didn't feel right to keep doing something that just felt so meaningless to me. And in that moment, I decided I needed to switch my project and do something that actually felt like I was kind of capturing the feeling of what we were feeling uh, as COVID began, basically. And that's when I uh, decided to create a video that had a bunch of seniors from Loyola in my class kind of just talking about COVID and I wrote a whole script and then I had everybody send in videos of them saying certain parts and it's on my Instagram, Annie Tomshi, if you want to go find it under the video category or whatever. Uh, got a really great reaction. We got Sister Jean in it and it was one of the most special things that I've probably ever worked on and probably will ever work on because I actually felt like I was capturing a feeling, capturing like a moment in time. And I still go back and watch it and listen to it, even though we're still in COVID times, it just feels so crazy that that was two years ago. I don't know, but it feels kind of similar to that. Obviously not as like distinct as that. I don't know. That was a very distinct memory to me. This is just like, Nothing really feels like meaningful anymore. (laughs) Even when I was just working uh, at my nine to five on Friday, I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Like, we're getting notifications on our phone that are like, Russia just invaded Ukraine. And I'm like, someone's asking me to like design an invite for a panel. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, who cares? Who cares? And I guess I just feel kind of like numb to everything now. And I think a lot of people do where we're just like, this is the state of our world. Great. 
and I know I'm so lucky to be like in the situation I am in where it truly isn't affecting me and that's shitty but it's not and I almost feel guilty that it's not but that's just that's just how it is but I don't even know if I can go into the whole Russia-Ukraine thing because I genuinely just don't have enough knowledge on it and I think that's okay I'm doing the best that I can to like research and listen to podcasts that people are recommending and read articles but at the end of the day like I don't know enough to talk about it for even 10 minutes on my podcast um and I think that's okay there's Def, there's already podcasts for that. That's not what this is. And I do think it's slightly frustrating that, I mean, not saying that I have a platform, but I think it's slightly unfair to comment on like influencers or celebrities' Instagrams and be like, when are you going to talk about Russia and Ukraine? And I'm like, she's a model. She's not going to. And if she does, that's great. But like, not everybody is an expert and not everybody can talk about it. And we need to be getting our information and our news from the correct sources. And like, I don't think that's Kendall Jenner, you know, like, I don't think she's our source that we should be getting our information from. And yeah, maybe it is insensitive to like post model pictures, like when everything is going down. Um, but I also don't think it's fair to be like, when are you going to mention Russia and Ukraine? It's like, it's, it's Kendall Jenner. She's probably not going to, first of all, that's just it. But I don't know. I don't know, dudes. The whole thing is so messed up. But yeah, that's kind of the reason I was feeling like, what's the point of even posting a podcast? Like, who cares when the world is about to go into war? Like, who who needs to listen to Annie talk about her problems? You know? But then I started thinking about it more. And yeah, I thought, even though I have nothing really to talk about, I always have something to say. <laughs> I've always got more to say, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't really have anything planned. Just kind of vibes. I wanted to talk about how I haven't been crying much recently. And maybe unpack that a little. <laughs> because after all, this podcast started with me crying all the fucking time. And in the past two to three weeks, I just haven't really cried much. And I'm not really sure why. I have some suspicions. So I was thinking maybe we could just like chat through that. And maybe that'll kind of bring up some other things. But my sneaking suspicion <laughs> is that, well, because, okay, I haven't cried a lot in the past two or three weeks. And I didn't cry, like I only cried once, I think, that I mentioned on the last episode. And since then, I hadn't cried once, like, this past week. And then yesterday, yeah, no, I I burst into tears. And I cried for, cried for a while. Cry, I was home alone. Well, I wasn't home alone. My other, one of my roommates was home. But I wasn't doing anything. Like, I was just in my room all night. And it was much needed. And I think this is kind of something to do with it all explained. But I just, like, burst into tears and was crying about things that happened last week, things that happened a month ago, things that happened a year ago, things that happened in my childhood. Like I was just crying about everything. And I think what it was and what it is, <laughs> is that the past two to three weeks, I have been going, 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 going nonstop. 
every day. I'm working out, waking or waking up, working out, going to work, going to hang out with my friends, go to bed super late. I'm drinking. I'm do like I'm socializing. I'm exerting so much damn energy, and I am not like refueling myself. I think I've said it on here before. Like I am someone who absolutely needs, 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 needs my alone time. And I need my time to recharge. I need my time to be alone. That's like when I'm the most myself, obviously. I think that's the case for a lot of people. But I mean, some people thrive off social interaction. And I think I do to some extent. I definitely love being around people. But more than anything, I love being by myself. And when I don't get enough of that time, I start to (laughs) self-sabotage. And it's not pretty. And so I think that's kind of what's been happening is I've just been on the go. And it's fun. When I'm in the moment, it's so much fun. I love seeing different people, meeting new people, talking to different people. I love it all. But then there just comes a point, and I think that point was last night, (laughs) where I just couldn't do it anymore. And... Luckily, I didn't have plans. I had to say no to a few plans, and that always makes me feel bad because I feel guilty for doing nothing when someone's asking me to hang out. And I'm like, no, I can't because then they're like, why? And it's like, I don't have plans, but my plans are like staying home and being by myself. But like so many, I've talked about this before, so many people don't see that as plans. They're like, oh, you're doing nothing. Like, if you're doing nothing, why don't you come hang out with us? And it's like, no, 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 you're not getting it. What are you not getting here? My plans are to sit on my bed and watch TV all night. Those are my plans. And they are plans that I desperately needed. And yeah, so I just kept going, going, going until last night when I, I think I had a minute to, to breathe and to think And I realized how overwhelmed and how tired and how drained I was. And that's when it all unfolded. (laughs) And I couldn't even begin to tell you what I was crying about. Like, it would probably take three hours just to, like, explain, like, this situation. And then I thought about that situation and started crying. Like, it was just so many things. But that's what... that is what happens when you let stuff build up like that. But I also, I didn't think I was letting things build up. Like, I genuinely thought that I was fine. Like, I didn't feel the need to cry at any point in the past three weeks. Like, I was completely, quote unquote, fine. But then last night made me realize that I I wasn't fine. Like, there was a lot of stuff that I felt like I needed to cry about. And I was just too busy, frankly too busy, too too booked and busy to, to know that I needed to cry about it. So now my goal with that whole situation is to not let myself get to that point again, uh, because that's just not who I am. Like, it felt so weird to not be crying the past three weeks. Like, I couldn't figure out why I wasn't. And... I couldn't even like make myself cry because I was just like too busy. It was the weirdest thing ever. So yeah, I got to last night and I did not like that feeling of just like, it felt like I had 
built something up inside of me. And I mean, now I feel better, but I also feel anxious because I'm like, okay, I really need to like not get to that point anymore. So I need to really think about how to not get to that point again. Cause I really didn't like that. Um, so now today I have like an emotional hangover feeling kind of like I am in a funk, a rut, a funky rut, one might say. <laughs> funky rut. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. I just woke up feeling like super exhausted, even though I did nothing. I just cried so much and watched a lot of TV. But I guess that is doing something. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I kind of, I wish that this podcast could be like, your advice column for you, but truly I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing because I don't know what to do when I get myself into a rut, into a funky rut. And I guess I'm curious what you guys do, but no one's going to tell me what they do. No one talks to me. (laughs) But like, I don't know, maybe that's all of our hot human homework this week is to think about how we get out of, get ourselves out of funky ruts um, because I know I'm in one right now and I don't really know what to do like I went to the gym this morning and then I came back and I was gonna go shopping I was gonna do this I was gonna do that and I just felt so like emotionally and physically exhausted I was like I can't and that's when I decided to record this because I thought it might make me feel better. Um, and it is actually talking about it is making me feel better. It's making me realize I should probably get back into therapy. This would be a great segue to <laughs> a sponsorship with BetterHelp, which I don't have. But I'm always an advocate of therapy. I Now that I have my own insurance, I really need to get back into that. Um, into therapy. I did have to ghost mine in college, which is the last one I had, uh, because she made me feel really uncomfortable. (laughs) Okay, quiet down. I don't know if you heard that. I just got a text. Do not disturb. Jeez. Oh, it's a picture from my mom because she called me earlier today and was like, I found, I'm going through old pictures and found a picture of my grandpa and he was hot. And I was like, girl, (laughs) you can't say stuff like that. And so she sent me the picture and he's like, not also. Oh, girl, calm down. (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) I'm trying to do this episode with no cuts like I usually do because honestly, less work for me. (laughs) Um, But then that does mean some awkward pauses. But again, that's the charm of this, you guys. That's the charm of crying on the train. And now I forgot what I was talking about before. Oh, that I ghosted my therapist. Yeah, she was so like, basically, the reason I went to therapy is because I had a really bad roommate situation. Was that senior year? junior year, junior year. And it got to the point where my anxiety was so bad. I thought I was having a heart attack. (laughs) So that was fun. Um, and I'm also like, uh, what's it? 
called when you have that uh, hypochondriac. So I think everything is wrong with me all the time. And so I had like the most intense and serious physical symptoms of anxiety and would have a panic attack like every day and thought that I was having a heart attack. And then I would like look up my symptoms and it would be like, yeah, you're having a heart attack, go to the hospital. And so I would like go. (laughs) I had so many false alarms, like, oh my God, I was so dramatic and it was bad. But yeah, it finally got to the point where we realized it was anxiety. And sorry, I just got another notification. Uh, So I started going to therapy and she really helped me with the uh, it, she specializes in like relationships, not like romantic, but like family, roommate, friends, romantic, like whatever. And so she's really helped me in the time. And I was able to get through um, living with her and then she moved out. And so that was kind of that. And I was like, do I still keep going to her? And I was like, well, I definitely know I still need therapy. So I kept going to her. But after the situation with my ex-roommate was resolved and she moved out and everything, then it got weird with that therapist. She was just very, like when I was talking about my roommate stuff, she was super helpful, not judgmental, wouldn't like always take my side, like really made me think deeply about the situation. But then it, when I was done with that, it got super weird and she would basically like I pushed it so back like far into my memory that I'm like trying to remember exactly the weird things but like so much of it came to like her saying that I was anxious and depressed like because I hated my parents they were bad parents and then I didn't have a boyfriend because I wasn't confident because of my weight and that I wasn't having enough sex and that my roommate Sophie like hated me and was always going to choose her boyfriend over me. So, and that was like every, I almost said episode, (laughs) basically my podcast is my therapy session. It was like every session she would say stuff like that and like pump weird things into my brain. And it got to the point where I would say like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. And while I think therapy excuse me, should bring you out of your comfort zone. I also do think there's some lines and I definitely put myself out of my comfort zone a few times to talk about things that she wanted to talk about that I didn't. But then it comes to a point where you're like, I I can't, like I can't talk about that. And I can't t- talk about this many things that I don't want to talk about at once. Like it was too much. I got so overwhelmed. Um, and so I would continuously say I don't want to talk about that and she would like make me and so I said to my parents I'm not going back and they were like well I think you need to tell her so I told her I said I'm not coming (laughs) I'm not coming back and she like didn't take no as an answer it was the weirdest thing so I just stopped going and to be honest best decision ever (laughs) She ended up making me more anxious than I was at the beginning. Um, So, yeah, I definitely need to go back. But it's hard when you have those bad situations in therapy because it, like, drives you away from it and makes you not want to 
try again, but I know I need to. I think we all need to. Um, Hold on. I'm going to pause because I'm getting a weird message and I want to make sure this saves. Okay, I'm back. Um, I kind of skimmed through that whole clip to make sure that it wasn't like staticky in some parts and I didn't hear anything, but I sincerely apologize if you hear some strange noises. I'm so sorry. Um, but that did just remind me of something I forgot to say during the um, part where I was just saying that I've been going, going, going. I heard recently, I can't remember where, but it really resonated with me. It was like, you cannot be a good friend or the best friend that you can be if you're putting everyone else first. Like, you... Was that, like, what it was? Yeah, like, if you're treating everybody, like, your boyfriend, your friends, your parents, if you're putting all of them first instead of yourself, you can't be the best friend, daughter, girlfriend, boyfriend, etc. Like, you can't be that if you're not being that for yourself. And that's kind of how I've been feeling. You know, like, you can't pour from an empty cup, kind of. The same thing. Like, I feel like I'm putting everyone else before myself and I feel like I've always done that and I don't feel like I ever put myself first and like take care of myself I feel like I take care of everybody else around me and as I'm getting older that's only going to get worse if I keep letting it because soon enough I'll probably get married and have kids and if I just keep putting them before myself I'm not going to be a good mom or a good wife. Like I'm going to end up resenting them because I put more into them than I did myself. And especially if I have girls and boys, but mostly girls, like I want to be the best example of a woman that I can for them. And if I don't take care of myself or put myself first, well, what are they going to think? You know, like they're just going to think that you have to do everything for everyone else and you don't get to just because you're the mom or you're the girl, like you have to put everyone else first and not do things for yourself. But that's just not the case. And so I am realizing, especially after the past three weeks, that like I really need to work on that for myself because I don't want to become someone who puts everybody else first and doesn't do anything for myself because that's not fair to myself. You know? So if you feel like you can feel yourself doing that too, take a step back and think about how you can be there for yourself before you're there for everyone else because it is really important. And yeah. <laughs> um, what else? What else is up, girlies? I'm trying to think. Uh, what's new? silence because no one can reply it's just me here and I don't know what to say because I just don't have a plan and I realize that now but I think I think we covered a good amount of stuff um I was gonna say that I was really excited on Friday yesterday uh or a couple days ago I was asked to speak on a panel at work to some college students and 
that was really cool because I mean I was only in college like two years ago and I went to a number of panels and stuff and so it's kind of not that I ever went to the one that I spoke at but just like full circle like makes me excited and happy because all I want to do is like mentor little little design kitties because I just well, what I really want to do is I want to like live my whole life being like a cool great designer and then I want to like retire from design and become a design professor at a college because the professors that I had in my design classes were truly some of the most talented people ever and were so cool and made such an impact on me and I just want to be able to do that to other people especially college students who are like confused and lost because relatable and so I don't know it just made me kind of excited to like even though it's just a small thing I was like oh my gosh I could see myself doing this and then a girl who's majoring or double majoring in design and PR reached out to me after and was like I was just at the panel and I wanted to reach out because I was wondering if we could chat more like what it's about or what it's like being a creative at an agency rather than in-house somewhere and like what that entails and I was like oh my gosh me you want to talk to me that's so cool um yeah and so we're gonna do that and I'm excited and that was just a little tidbit of excitement that made me feel cool (laughs) and good Mm, yeah that's kind of it you guys just a light little episode today uh Like I said, sometimes I start a sentence or a podcast episode and I don't know where it's going. Hope I find it along the way. I think I did. I mean, we talked about why I didn't want to post. and That was basically it. Um, No, but yeah, if you guys have any recommendations on what you do to get yourself out of a funky rut, please let me know. I need that. And if you have any requests or things that you want me to talk about slide into my dms and let me know because I definitely have ideas I'm just kind of struggling with what I think people want to hear but at the same time I shouldn't think like that I should just talk about what I want to talk about but I also like want to cater to an audience that I don't even have so that's that's that on that (laughs) um why did I laugh like that I don't know, you guys. I'm going to go and I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something with the rest of my day. And I hope that you do something with the rest of your day that is stunning and beautiful and never been done before. Or been done before. Most things have been done. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next week at some point. Uh, If you know, oh, I was going to make a bad joke, but I'm not going to do that. I'll just see you next week. Bye.